Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. And hello, everybody. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with your host, Big Ray and Mike where we review beers you have to try before you die. And I think you just heard that twice in the last 30 seconds because that cool little intro thing we have. And uh, so you get to hear it from Mike and me in this episode. So, Mike, what do you think? Uh, Is it good that they hear that twice? Friendly reminder? Where we review beers you have to try before you die. Wow, times three. The trifecta, yeah. So if it wasn't permanently ingrained in their brain, it should be now. It's emblazoned. I like the word emblazoned. Emblazoned, even better. That just that sounds hot. So hot. Crap your bucket list. They're so hot right now. Yeah, definitely. Well, I could totally I just heard Paris Hilton say it just now. Like, that's hot. Like, um yeah. it was uh Will Farrell did that oh, I forget the guy's name on Zoolander. He's like, Zoolander, he's so hot right now. Hansel, oh, wow. he's so hot right now. And so, man, I haven't seen that movie in years, dude. Yeah, right. Oh my Hansel. gosh. Hansel. Hey, you know, you know what else is hot, Mike? You know what's hot? Mm. Social media shout-outs. Oh yeah. So who do we got today? So dude, I, I love this part, but uh, anyway, I'm just going to cut right to it. Libations with Lynn. Thank you so much for the support. See a lot of the hearts and thumbs up. Not th- there's no thumbs up on Instagram, but we get a lot of hearts and a lot of interaction. Same thing with Barley Wine Guy. And also Mills, barley wine, under course, guy. barley wine guy. Yeah. 
and Mills underscore smiles. A lot of interaction from her. So super cool. Thanks everybody for the love and the support. I appreciate you guys following all of our stuffs on the social medias. Yeah. It's always fun to, to, for the shout outs. It's it's always fun to like, um, yeah, it's always fun to see those, uh, interactions. Like I, responded to one earlier today somebody tagged us and something i'm like well i you know it was like this is a, a great beer and i was like well i need some details so yeah give anyway, me the deets yeah. it's always fun the deets yeah. so ray um every episode we're giving away stickers um today we have some stickers from the craft brew geek um the craft brew geek um hooked us up he said, uh, hey, I want to give you all some stickers to give away. We said, yeah, we'll give them away. That's what we do. Uh, we do it pretty well. We give a lot of stickers away. A lot and, of stickers. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Hey, I love stickers. So anyway, Crap Brew Geek. And if you want these, uh, as as usual, you have to send us a message uh, within a week of the airing of this episode and say, uh, I want the Crap Brew Geek stickers, please. And we will respond with, Hey, we got one. They're yours. Uh, hook us up with the mailing address, or we'll say, uh, Lo Siento, so sorry. You know, too bad, so sad. Your dad. I don't know, whatever you say these days, right? <laughs> but, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll just say sorry, we ran out or whatever. But um, you never know. You know, like we've said before, like sometimes those stickers are gone in a day. Sometimes I'll hold on to them for a week. Uh, so, you know, get your call in kind of thing, you know. It's like the back in the day when you call into the radio station, request a song. You don't, you don't know if you're going to get the plate or not, unless you call in. So, yeah. Anyway, so the beers we have tonight, Ray, we've got, a, we've got, we've got a solid lineup. Uh, thanks to you. You, you, you've made this lineup happen, Ray. You chose it. I, I do my best. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this was kind of a collaboration this time. You know, we, we talked about it for a little bit. I can't take all the credit lineup. on this episode. Sure. So, yeah. Thanks for the kudos, but you helped out on this one. I'll, I'll take my own kudos. Kudos to Mike for making this solid lineup. <laughs> uh, so right. we'll, we'll be drinking tonight is Toppling Goliath, the Pseudo Sioux. Um, they're out of Iowa. That's going to be the beer you and I both drink together. And then you're going to be drinking Rough Tail. Everything rhymes with orange. And I'll have Anderson Valley Funkin' Nuts. So this is an all oh, IPA oh. special again. Uh, oh my well, gosh. Pseudo Sue's not a pseudo Sue's just a pale ale. So it's a pale not, ale. Yeah. So yeah. it's close. We're, we're getting close real enough. close. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So uh, Toppling Goliath is out of Decorah, Iowa. And uh, I'm pretty excited to try this beer, yo. Have you had this before? I mean, uh, you know, I have not. I've seen okay. this beer. It, it's one of those, the can art is unrecognizable. It, it's unrecognized. No, it's very recognizable. It's, <laughs> there's a, an yeah. unword, unmistakable. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. just when you see it, you know it. It's one of those, like, I've seen that before. It's all I'm trying to say. Good grief. Um, I'm going to blame this on my COVID shot, Mike. So I told you earlier today, I got my second shot. I've had it in my body for about 10 hours yeah. now, and it hasn't kicked my ass too bad but I definitely don't feel a hundred percent. So I'm going to blame it on that. Yeah. How's that? Well, is that, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So you, you've had uh, both of your shots, right? Sue. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 I have we, the, uh, we totally just no, no, stepped all over each other. The, there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go talk, talk. No, the, um, so 
the, the second COVID shot for me, I got it on a Wednesday afternoon. Like I got it like a Wednesday at two or three o'clock Thursday. I felt like poo poo all day. Ooh. Friday, I got up and not feeling great, but by noon I was better. And Saturday I was fine. Right on. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's my story. That's my, that's there my COVID vaccination story. And I had the Moderna. Moderna. So, Moderna. Yeah. Right on. I got Pfizer. Yeah. That's what they had where my doctor set up the thing for. So I was like, whatever. I think so, that'll do. Better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll do. So anyway, I'm going to stop talking and uh, tell tell us about the pseudo suit here because I totally just stepped all over you, man. I'm sorry. No, no you're fine. So pseudo suit. What, what I was going to say though is actually I've got uh, the a alternative. Uh, I've got the Galaxy dry hopped pseudo suit also um, that I'm going to have to bring on on a later episode. Yeah, man. So, so anyway, yeah. So pseudo suit. It's a pale ale. Uh, this single hot pale ale showcases the citra hop for a well-balanced beer that is delicate in body with a mild bitterness in the finish. She roars with the ferocious aromas of grapefruit, citrus, mango, and evergreen. Soto Sue's unique taste is clean and bright with just enough bite. So yeah, so it's featuring the citra hop. It, it clocks in at 5.8%. And it's from Toppling Goliath Brewing out of Decorah, Iowa. Do you, do you want to crack the top first or second? No, I'll go first. Do it. Let's see if I can make this a manly can open here. See what I got. That was better than Yush. All right. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Wow, that was screaming. Was it? It, it kind of seemed like weak sauce here, but you know, I'll take it. It came through my headset pretty well. All right. Yeah, so drink up, yo. Yeah, this, I had a fir- I had a sip already, and uh, it's speaking to my taste bros a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, I think this is a beer, and I, I usually, uh, well, I usually, I don't usually get on Beer Advocate. Um, but every now and then when I'm trying to see um, how how beers compare to each other on there, I get on there. So anyway, it does fairly well on Beer Advocate. Uh, it gets a 99 or a 100 or whatever. So, you know, as far as um, it's kind of, uh, as far as a color, you know, I would say it's like a, a pale golden color. It's, uh, it's not uh, transparent or translucent. Uh, so it's got enough of a, a haziness that to it that you can't see through it. Um, I've got a decent little head um, that doesn't dissipate, kind of sits there. So uh, as far as what it looks like. Hmm. And as far as, you know, as, as far as the smell, I'm getting kind of a piney, maybe a piney and grapefruit. Yeah, some pine and grapefruit, hmm. um, but smells pretty good. What do you feel about the taste? So the more I drink it, uh, my my first drink was like, "Hey, now this is very very citrusy." Uh, maybe I need to slow roll this, but man, the the pith in this is coming on strong. 
this is a very pith, a very pithy beer. Like P I T H Y. Pissed off or pissed on. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Um, but you know, now that, golly, this is going to sound harsh, but this tastes to me the way like a citrusy dish soap smells. Hmm. Okay. That's a, yeah. So it's very citrus forward. I mean, I would expect that with the citrus hops. Yeah. Um, a lot of very great grapefruit heavy for me. Uh, maybe some orange tangerine, uh, maybe one or the other or, or a combination of both. But I just, the pith man is hanging out. Um, that part I I just I don't like. So what's so? So tell us what pith is for the for the folks out there that may not know what a pith maybe. A pith. So like an orange when you when you unpeel an orange right and you like rip it in half so you can rip apart eat the little wedges mm-hmm. like the white stringy stuff in the middle that kind of holds it all together. Uh, that's the pith. That's like where okay. this you find the seeds and everything is like the center part. Uh, there's something similar in peppers, gotcha. you know, like when you cut a jalapeno in half, there's like that little yeah. plus sign in the middle and all the seeds are attached to it. That's the pith. Sure. Um, okay. So if you don't remove that, uh, you're going to get some of those flavors uh, in, in what, what your beverage, or even if you cook with that stuff, if you don't remove the pith, it gets that pithy flavor. It's just kind of like this intense gotcha. flavor for what it is. It's not like the best part. But it's uh, it lends its own unique flavor, and for me, that's just coming through yeah. really strong. Are you are you getting that in your drinks of this, Mike? Uh, no, but that's okay. I mean, I mean, it's, it's it, to me, I'm getting a little bit of like a grapefruit, pineapple, uh, and pine and pine out of it. So I'm getting, you know, like that's what I feel like I'm, I'm tasting is grapefruit, pineapple, and pine. Um, there's a there's a little bit of that. Um, I mean, I don't know, like a, a very faint maltiness helps out. What you know, like it helps balance it out a, a little bit. Um. So, the, in all honesty, the, the taste is just kind of, um, a little bit for me, a little bit light. Um, but actually for what I like, I think I like it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a a tongue puncher. Uh, and I think that's what I like about it actually. Is that, is that making sense? Oh yeah. It's, it, it is smooth, right? I think it's carbonated very well and the citrus comes through nicely. It's easy to drink. So it doesn't have that, like you said, the, the punch in the tongue with the bitters, like you get in an IPA. So the IBUs are definitely dialed down on this. Um, and I could see where a lot of folks would enjoy it, but the pithiness, if that's even a word is for me is a bit overwhelming. It takes away from all the other good things about it. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's a little bit more carbonated than I would have thought it would be like it. I can't tell, like it, it's got a good, so it's got like a, like a medium body and heavy, heavier carbonation than I thought would be with the medium body. Right. Um, so this is carbonated to the, to like a, you know, a Stella Artois level to me. 
So just just a little bit more than I thought I would that I would like. Uh, it's not bad. Um, you know, I, I you know again I think this is a is a pretty good entry level. This is a beer that if you're not an IPA drinker or whatnot, you can drink this. Like that, you know, we talked about that with Beer Babe Jess a few episodes back, where you know, like entry level IPAs, right? But right, right. If you, I know this is, you know, I don't know. It's a little bit more well, well, <laughs> a well rated beer. But I think this is something that you know, people that are getting into the, the craft beer scene, this is an easy one to drink. So I think that would be good, but right on overall, uh, I, you know, I think it's real good. I, you know, as, as far as just the pale L, I think I'd put it up there pretty high. Um, you know, uh, I remember drinking three Floyd's zombie dust and really enjoying it. Uh, and that's a pale L and this, this doesn't remind me of anything like that. Or, I mean, it's a little bit like that, but I think they're both really good. And I, I, I'm going to score this one pretty well, uh, for, for me. So. Oh, right on. But uh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it and what score you're going to give it. So, again, I can see where a lot of folks would like this, right? Um, so it's it's not speaking to my taste, bros. Um, I'm still going to put it on the craft beer bucket list. I think it's worth trying before you die. But I'm, I'm going to score it pretty low. And again, based on my experience, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, so just skirting, skirting what I would add to the bucket list. Um, and again, I, I cannot get over the pithiness that is killing the experience for me. And maybe I got a bad can, a bad run, who knows? So maybe my experience is just, you know, unique. Um, but everything else is great with it. Uh, it's just, I can't get over that. Um, the pininess comes through quite well. Again, the carbonation's on point. I'm in love with the can art. I love the pink and not pink, but the, the purple and green dinosaur on here, the T-Rex, um, the, the font they use on the pseudo Sioux is very, uh, Flintstone-esque, if you will. Um, I, I like that, but I just can't get over the pith, man. It's killing it for me. Um, so again, I'm, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. And, uh, okay. I want to hear your rating before we go into song pairings. Uh, well, I mean, I was going to give it an eight. Um, Wow. I, okay, yeah, that's I'm, a great score. Well, yeah, I'm not getting the 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 what you call the pith stuff. I think it's as far as the flavors and whatnot. I I, I guess I'm missing that. Um, it's like like I said, it's it's you know I got the pineapple, the grapefruit, citrus out of it, and a little bit of pine. So I think it's got a, a good balance of flavors there. Um, the I, I think the body uh, seems a little bit. Uh, it's, it has less body than I would have expected it to have, I guess you'd say. Um, and then the carbonation was a little bit dialed up. Um, so those are the two things that I would like to see uh, get a little bit better. And uh, so, so overall, given an eight, I think it's a good beer. I think it's a really good beer for somebody who's not an IPA drinker or the, or, or whatnot. Right. So, right. Um, you know, if, if you got a bunch of friends around and everybody's passing around beers, this is a beer that anybody could drink. And, uh, I think anybody, I think there's a wide variety of people that would like it. So yeah, I'll give it I, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm going to, for, for my song, I mean, it was super obvious. It's, a uh, there's an old song called run around Sue. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Yeah. So it's, um, so it, it's a rock, it was a rock and roll song from uh, like, like the, the sixties, I think in the, in the early sixties. 
Um, but it was a guy uh, that went by Dion. And but uh, anyway, it's it's an old song and it's called "Run Around Run Around Sue." So, and then you know, like my mom's name was Susan, so I like I I knew right. of this song because of that. But it's a oh, pretty sure. catchy little tune. It's from you know a million years ago, not a million. It's from the '60s, um, and it did real well. Uh, I don't know if it was like a number one or whatnot, but I mean, it, it's held the test of time. You can hear it in different movies, like um, especially movies that have like the, the old like car hop stuff going on. So yeah, that's my, that's my song. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What about you? What song are you going to go with? So this is a pretty old song too, man. Um, you know, I want to say late fifties, maybe early sixties. I'm not exactly for sure. But it's uh, the Everly Brothers, Wake Up Little Susie. That's uh, that's that's where I went with that. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. If I'm even singing that right. But that's that just yeah. uh, that's really all the lyrics I know, but that popped in my head. So, I mean, yeah. it is what it is. It's a cool little song. <laughs> yeah, no I think doubt. everybody knows it. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, uh, you gave it a six and a half. I gave it an eight. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, a good range of scores. I wonder if having another round of these at some point may uh, change our ratings. Um, right. You know, you, you, you're going to pair it with wake up little Susie by the Everly brothers. And I had run around Sue by Dion. So some classic old songs uh, featuring the, you know, the Sue name. Um, so next uh, you're going to be drinking rough tales. Everything rhymes with orange IPA. And I'm going to drink an Anderson Valley Funkin nuts right after this break. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. And welcome back, everybody. So just a quick reminder, I know you only heard this 30 seconds ago, but Mike is about to take down the Funkin' Nuts IPA from Anderson Valley, and I'm going to be breaking into the Everything Rhymes With Orange IPA from Rufftail Brewing out of... To Oklahoma City? Yeah, Rough Tales out of OKC. So in any case, uh, Mike, I cracked the beer first last time. Why don't you uh, crack the can on the Funkin' okay. Nuts, and I'll see if I can be as cool okay. as you. Okay, you ready? One, two, three. Wow, that dominated your first one, dude. All right, well, good. I'm glad I can step it up. Let's see what I can do. And a one, a two. A one, two, three. That was that was much better than your first one too. Yay! We're progressing. I'll take that. Yeah. Woo! Love progress. Yeah, dude. Like I haven't drank this, but the foam is already spitting out of the can. I have to. I had it in a uh, a koozie, a four H koozie because I support four H. And if oh. they're gonna if they're gonna make a koozie for beverages, then I'm gonna support that. 
I'm oh, sure they fantastic. made it. I'm sure they made it for people to drink Coca-Colas and orange sodas. But if the can fits. Yes, the can also fits other beverage choices. Other beverages, yeah. So, do you like this? Is I got to get this in a glass. So, you know, I'm I'm drinking Holy this one right Snickers. out of the cans. Yeah. And uh, so I, I didn't waste any time getting into this. Yeah, so that everything rhymes with orange. That was formerly known as nothing rhymes with orange. Formerly known as Adaptation L3. Uh, so this name has gone through several. Sorry, this beer has gone through several iterations of its name. Uh, but it's known for showcasing juicy citrusy hops. Uh, it's a hazy and non-filtered. And uh, for me, my taste bros, night and day difference. Um, dude, this is still incredibly citrus forward. But the oranges, you know, I talked about this even when we had Beer Babe Jess on several episodes ago. No, I know you brought her up earlier. But a key thing between two of the beers that we had on that episode was the delivery method of the orange flavor. Um, the, the, the say I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of the, the name of the beers, but you know, one of them, uh, it was the, the bat squatch from rogue. Yeah. Bat um, squatch. it just gently handed you this orange flavor. It's like, hi, have an orange. And it just gently gives it to you in the most delicious way That's right. And I hear with this, um, dude. Rough tail is coming up and gently tapping me on the shoulder. It's like, here, have some orange. It's fantastic. Um, so for me, night, and this doesn't taste like how dish soap smells. <laughs> this is nice. So smooth. Betty so nice. smooth. Yeah. So well, anyway, good. that's, that's uh, my first takes on this. I want to hear something about the funkin nuts. Well, so I haven't, I haven't tasted it yet, but so I, I mm. after I cracked the beer, it was foaming, pushing out of the can I poured it into a glass and it popped about, so I poured about two, no, I poured about three inches. Uh, as I was pouring, it became about two inch, two to three inches of liquid and about two inches of foam. Um, so the head popped really hard and it's kind of, it's not really dissipating super fast. It's kind of just chilling slowly going down. But anyway, it's, it, this smells like uh pineapples and like it's got a heavy pineapple and maybe a little bit of an orange to me um it's definitely got like some different fruits going on as far as the smell goes very 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 much so all citrusy though i'm sure right yes i mean like as far as i can tell it's it's very yeah so but the, the pineapple to me is the strongest one of the, the strongest smell of it so all right so here we go i'm gonna drink it so pineapple is kind of a oddball for an IPA, but I think it fits. Why not? Nice tropical. Goes well with oranges and whatnot. Man, I, this is, now this tastes different. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's really, it, to me, it seems pretty darn sweet. Is, is that good or bad for you? Man, I tell you what, I tell you what this tastes like, what I'm getting a little bit of. Um, you know, like the old school, uh, you know, like you get the giant pell, like the one gallon pell of bubble gun wrapped in wrappers and it's like a big square pink square thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
so that's that's what a little bit of the taste I'm getting out of it is that old school bubble, bubble gum? gum or like the bubble gum you used to get in the pack of cards that was like dry as crazy. It's like you know, oh, like cardboard that falls apart. Bazooka? No, the like bazooka bubblegum that came in the tops trading cards back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's got a little bit of that taste to it, but I mean, it's, there's a little bit of, this is definitely different, man. Like this, this is going to be wow. hard for me to talk is. So I, I, I looked it up. So this, so it's got Citra, Chinook, Columbus, and Amarillo hops in it. And it's got, uh, Pale two row, Pilsner malts, and midnight wheat malts, and uh, so it's got a couple different things going on in it. But th- this is, they say so on the so here's the here's the notes that they send us about this beer. Our Funkin' Nuts IPA pours to a bright golden yellow color with aromas of rich tropical fruit, passion fruit with a hint of citrus. Pale Pilsner and midnight wheat malts give it a solid malt character, while Chinook, Citra, and Amarillo hops impart flavors of ripe tropical fruit peach and apricot leading to a clean hoppy finish so uh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to sip on this for a little bit so let's talk about the rough tail everything rhymes with orange for a second yeah like i'm hung up on the bubble gum um typically i want to say um we get that with what uh a hefeweizen you get like the the clove the banana and some bubble gum from the was it the yeast that delivers those flavors so hearing anything about bubblegum in an IPA just kind of it warps the mind a little bit. Uh, but no, the, the more I drink this, and I tell you what, dude, this is a fantastic representation of a hazy IPA. Um, when I look at the can, it just says everything rhymes with orange IPA. Above that, it says hazy, juicy, and aromatic. Um, I really wish they would have just labeled this in hazy IPA. Right, I, I honestly think more people would buy it if they called it a hazy, because it's so trendy right now, um, and it just fits the bill with all of those things. Very low IBUs. The bitters are dialed way down. It's juicy. Like this is soup. The more I drink it, the more juicy it is. Um, so much of those orange, you know, flavors, um, orange and maybe some like orange zest, you know, from like the orange peel. Um, not pithy. Right, but some like zesty, so it's it's fantastic, dude. I, I'm really digging the orange that comes through this. Um, there might be a little bit of grapefruit shining through. Um, it's not very piney. Uh, again, low bitters, which I'm I'm digging. I mean, this is really just a fantastic, delicious, crushable beer, dude. Uh, like I, I'm digging it, dude. Like my my taste bros are dancing right now. Which which is a good thing. They're totally busting a move. Oh man, busting a move, huh? Who's yes. who's saying that? Bust a move. It's not Run DMC. No, is it? No, was that? Oh my gosh, bust a move. Um, um, we're was gonna that say MC it, like, Hammer's oh, yeah. son or something like that. Young. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. I, I accidentally hit mute on myself. Oh, I was um, like, where'd you go? Yeah, it's Young MC. Bust a move. Young MC. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So is that his son? I think so, if, if I'm not mistaken. 
Oh man. Yeah. I I had no idea. So anyway, I remember seeing the the music video. So anyway, so so I'll talk about the Funkin' Nuts a little bit. Um, All right, yeah, tell us about that. So as I keep as I keep drinking, I, I think there's a little bit more <clears throat> the bubblegum stuff. I think I may have been overreacting, but I I mean I do get that flavor a little bit. But then I also get you know some of the I don't know. It's I I I kind of feel like I'm getting some of that apricot peach as well, and maybe that's what I'm kind of feeling. You know, as as you as I read through that, I'm like, you know, I kind of, I kind of do feel like that's coming on a little bit. So it, it finishes um, a little bit more piney, um, and it finishes fairly dry. So uh, overall, it's pretty good. Uh, the body, um, to me, it's a medium to maybe even a medium light body. It's uh, it was very carbonated. Uh, you know, as far as out of the can, it did settle pretty good overall. It still got a little bit of head in the glass. Um, so it's doing pretty well. So, uh, so what I'll say is, um, you know, th this is good. Uh, this has definitely got an interesting flavor to it. So I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a little bit more unique to me. This is not something that I would probably drink a lot of only because it is, so it's 7.5% uh, overall, you know, and that's pretty stout. So right. anyway, it's, it's so because of that, because it's an IPA um, more, almost like more of a West coast IPA, I guess you'd say, but um, you know, overall it, it tastes good, but it's not something I would go back to. I don't think. Uh, just based on mm. what I prefer. So, right. But overall, yeah. So, uh, Funkin' Nuts, <laughs> which is awesome to say, 7.5%. Uh, it's also 58 IBUs from Anderson Valley. And they're out of Boonville, California. Boonville, depending on where you're from, how you say it, right? So, sure. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this beer, uh, a seven and a half, uh, out of 10. So, uh, would love to hear more about that. Uh, everything rhymes with orange. Yeah, Dev. So I, I, I totally looked this up here um, while we we're talking. And Young MC was is not related to MC Hammer. I, I think I heard that maybe back in the nineties when I was in like fifth grade. Oh, okay. Um, something stuck in my head, but no, they were out about the same time. I'm sure they collabed or whatever, but not oh, okay. actually related. So I'm going to correct that right because that was what I thought. I was wrong. Um, still, Young MC saying bust a move. So anyway, but no, dude, still, this is a fantastic hazy. Um, I took it right out of the can, so I can't really talk about the color. Um, still no smell months and months later after having COVID. So I still can't speak to that. But the flavor is on point, dude. Fantastic, fantastic hazy IPA. Um, I'm finishing off this can now. I've just been hammering this thing down. It's it's so crushable, so smooth. Fantastic summertime beer. Uh, as things are warming up, Right as we as we're moving in through spring and, and getting closer to summertime, this is one I want for anything outdoor related, uh, like grilling out in the backyard after I get done mowing the lawn. Um, just having some of the neighbors come over, hang out on the front porch after we all get off work, you know, midweek. Just anything you can think of for warm weather season, floating down the river, Mike, 
hitting a doing some fishing on the pontoon boat you name it this beer belongs in the cooler for the activity dude it just fits the bill for all of it and uh i, I love the can art here on this it's got this like a light lime green color I'm, I'm not sure how to describe this green i'm not a colorist but it's got a cool green color to it it's got this orange right in the middle of the can with the the rough tail you know gecko hanging out um, all in there and it just looks super cool um the colors remind me of summertime so i mean everything just screams summer about this beer uh, again i love the simplicity of the can art it's definitely rough tail you can look at it and know it's their artwork uh, but dude, I, I can't say enough good things about this beer. So I've, I've had better hazies, I'll be honest. Um, but this is going to get a pretty high rating for me. So that's a, that's always a good thing. Um, so I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. I really like this. I'll be getting some more of these. I'll be handing them out uh, to people when they come over. Definitely a shareable beer. And I think this would be another gateway IPA. Because it is a hazy, the bitters are dialed down. You can give this to somebody who's never enjoyed a craft beer, maybe never enjoyed an IPA. And I think it would speak to their taste bros as well and uh, maybe get them settled on something other than the big name stuff you find in all the gas stations. Yeah. Cool. So you give an 8.5. Um, Absolutely. I think, uh, I think you should also tell us what song you're going gonna to be singing when you drink this. You're going to laugh at me, Mike. That's all, I do anyway. Yeah, I know. But uh, so in talking about the, the bust of moves and the, in the young MC stuff, the more I drank this beer, the more that, <laughs> that song funky cold Medina popped in my head by tone Loke. <laughs> so totally nineties hip hop classic. Oh my gosh, Mike. So I'm not going to try to sing it. I don't want to ruin anyone's life with that, but I challenge you to, uh, to YouTube that after we get done recording this and enjoy some old school. What what is it again? The Funky Cold Medina by Tone Loke. All right, which is kind of funny. So, um, <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna give my beer a seven point five. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I said that or not, but I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I think it's good. Um, Right on. It's, it's, it's interesting, and which has made it actually climb a little bit higher for me. Um, I think the can art's fine. It's nothing special. It's all right, um, and I don't want to go into that too much because it's just not worth too much discussion. Goodness. Oh, that was a cute big, yawn there, Mike. I'm gonna call big, it out. You were yawning. Yeah, that was a big yawn. <laughs> Bless um, your heart. It's okay. So tell us more. Tell us more. No, so the song I'm gonna pair with that is actually uh, Wild Cherry from the seventies it's play that funky music white boy. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? It's funny because I was thinking I kind of had that in my mind. And then as I drank the beer and it was definitely different than I expected. Right. And I had play that funky music white boy. So, um, and, and I had no idea who sang that and I had to Google it up. So, Oh, right on. No, it's all yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna play that funky music white boy by wild cherry. So, so yeah, so so let me re let me review the beer ratings and comments and everything, and then we'll we'll take her out. How do you think? What do you think? I'm down, man. Let's let's get it. Yeah. So uh, you and I both had Toppling Goliath, Pseudo Sue. Um, it got a six point five and an eight. 
So, you know, overall that's like, you know, 7.25, uh, goes on the craft beer bucket list. Um, we both sang, we both picked songs that had this. So I had run around Sue by Dion and you had wake up little Susie by the Everly brothers, as far as our song choices. And then, uh, we followed up. I had the Anderson Valley Funkin nuts. I gave it a 7.5. Uh, I paired it with play that funky music by wild cherry. Um, then you had the rough tail. Everything rhymes with orange. Uh, you gave an 8.5 and you chose tone loke funk. Funky cold Modena. Is that right? Funky cold Modena. Funky cold Modena. I've, like I said, I've never heard of the song, so yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. So it's one of those anyway, I bet you've heard it before. You just didn't know it. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so the good news is all three of these beers go on a craft beer bucket list. They all are beers you need to try before you die. And with that, Ray, it's all yours. Yeah, man. So, Talking about crazy, funky stuff. So I've got no problem. Normally, we don't just call out the recording date of the episode. But we're recording this on Sunday, April the 18th. And you know what's crazy, Mike? I don't. Dogecoin. Have you heard of Dogecoin? Uh, I the have cryptocurrency? heard of Dogecoin, yeah. I mean, right this second, I'm watching this. Um, I'm watching on three exchanges. Uh, so I don't mind saying that I use, you know, Coinbase, KuCoin and Kraken. So nothing at all to do with beer, but right now Doge is sitting at just under 34 cents a coin. Does uh, that good? I, that, I have no idea what that even means. Yeah. So in any case, like, uh, Doge, it was a meme coin, right? It was totally made up as a joke. It should have never been worth anything. And for years it sat, you know, less than a penny per coin. Right. So that's like buying a stock in the stock market, right? For uh, one share for less than a penny. And for it to go from less than a penny, right, up to 34 cents, you can do the math. That's a, that's a huge, huge spike. So cool. for anybody investing in Doge, I mean, you're, you're doing backflips right now because you're making a killing on this stuff. And uh, Elon Musk tweeted about it a week ago and it went from, I think, seven cents a coin to now. It hit like 45 cents, I think, on Thursday. And it's kind of, you know, it's come down over the weekend. But, dude, that's funkin' nuts. It is. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I I own some Doge. I do. And uh, it's it's done well for me. So it's totally funding my beer habit right now. Yeah. (laughs) And a couple other things. So, anyway... Um, so if you have Dogecoin, crack one open, slam a beer because you are making a killing right now. So good for you if you have Doge. If you don't, find a way to get some. Uh, if By the time this episode airs, it may be, have all fizzled out. Who knows? But it'd be fucking nuts if it's still just going to the moon. So Amen. if you know that phrase, to the moon. Elon Musk loves to tweet that out about Dogecoin. To the moon. <laughs> so, so many oh my, hashtags oh about going to the moon. All from Elon because he loves to tweet that about Dogecoin. So, but in any case, thank you so much for listening to another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Yet again, we had a solid lineup. So I want to challenge everybody that's listening to this episode. Go check out the social medias and the websites of the breweries. You can find those in the show notes, in the description of this podcast, wherever you get your podcast. If you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star rating. And uh, we love to read your reviews. 
Uh, if we're doing great, we love those. And if we're doing bad, we want to know that from you guys so we can look to improve. I don't think we have room for improvement because we're pretty awesome, but we can always do better. So while you're at it, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us some thumbs up, likes, and some shares. And please continue to tag us in your beer photos. We love to see what y'all are drinking. Don't forget to drop a message in our DM to see about getting the sticker of the week. And please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will see you on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios! Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.